0: This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Let's talk about ride hailing coming to British Columbia later this fall. We had a critical announcement on this file yesterday when the Passenger Transportation Board of BC announced some of the regulations about how this ride hailing is going to work. For people who want to see Uber... Lift these other ride-sharing companies to get up and running in british columbia now, that was a kind of a good day yesterday these companies are happy mainly because the board decided there will be no limits on the number of ride-hailing vehicles on the street there will be no maximum cap on the number of vehicles allowed out there also a uh, very large geographical boundaries for these ride-hailing companies to operate. Uh, the government stepping in to regulate some of their fares, but that's not a deal breaker either. They're happy. Uber and Lyft are happy. The people who want ride-hailing, they're happy with these rules. The taxi companies, not so much. They are not happy with these rules. They wanted to see some caps on the maximum number of ride-hailing drivers out there. Let's check in now with Mohan Kang. He's the president of the BC Taxi Association. Mohan, it's good to talk to you again.
1: Thank you, sir. Thanks for inviting.
0: Sure, you bet. What is your reaction to these rules that were laid out yesterday?
1: Well, our members are disappointed with the that there's no cap on the number of Ride, ride-hailing vehicles, uh, we would have suggested or has suggested during some meetings that they can do it as a pilot project or so, giving a certain number of ride-hailing vehicles to operate, and then they can make the decision if they need more, give them more. right? If they, that was a suffice number, then so be it. But I think that was uh, uh, not decided by the PT board.
0: Why did you want to see a cap? Why is that an important issue for you?
1: Cap, we have to have a fair competition. Like with this thing, we do not have a fair competition in a sense. They have a vast area they can cover. They have a vast number of vehicles. And uh, we don't have the same criteria where we could have a level playing field, and compete with the ride-hailing.
0: Okay, I think the government, though, has brought in some rules that are advantageous to the taxi industry, like, for example, the requirement for a Class 4 commercial driver's license to be an Uber or a Lyft driver. It seems to me that's going to severely limit the pool of of ride-hailing drivers out there. I mean, that's a good thing for the taxi sector, isn't
1: it? Well, that is also not a new thing. When you see the Next to Alberta, they have the class four in Calgary. They have class four in Edmonton. Also, it's yeah. a good step because you got a professional driver. But that is not a big concession. But we're saying uh, that we are, you know, we are not objecting. We are not happy with the way they have said unlimited numbers.
0: What do you think it's going to mean for the taxi business?
1: Well, it will definitely have a negative impact financially on the drivers. And uh, subsequently, it can make a difference in the service also. We want to improve the service, not to lower the service.
0: Okay, what do you say to people, Mohan, out there who are listening to this saying, like, look, you know, the taxis have had pretty much a monopoly on this service for, for decades we got to get with the modern world here. These are services that are available in big cities all around the world. We're the largest city in North America, still doesn't have Uber and Lyft and these other ride-hailing services. Like, come on, let's get with it here. We have to have these services.
1: Two answers for your question. Number one, we never said that the ride-hailing should not be introduced into BC. You check it up our uh, official or public statements by the association, Who always said they're welcome, provided they meet the safety standard, and there's a level playing field. Yeah, right. And uh, we we have no 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 problem with that one.
0: Do you think that with an unlimited number of ride hailing drivers allowed on the road, even with the class four restriction for a license, do you think that that was could potentially lead to heavier traffic, gridlock, traffic jams on the street?
1: Absolutely, the congestion is going to be a big problem. I uh, have seen some reports from San Francisco where they started, and they have a big-time problem, and other cities also. In fact, New York is cutting down their idling time from, I believe, from 40.1% to 3012 or something, that they can't idle. They have to stop. I'm, I'm talking about the ride-hailing vehicles. Yeah. So the congestion is a big-time problem by adding the unlimited numbers on the road, irrespective of in downtown or in Surrey or other places, is going to create congestion, Or and also it is going to create more green gas emissions.
0: What is your message to the B.C. government on this today?
1: Well, they have made the decision, and uh, the association is not happy. And uh, I think they should... Have you know uh, dig deep into the uh, whole issue, like when they introduced the bus lane for the taxis in Vancouver, they went for the pilot project yeah. right so why not why not in the ride hailing they have waited so long, maybe another six months, them operating yeah. in b c would have given them the better chance to know. How many vehicles are needed?
0: Mohan, we've been waiting long enough. We've been waiting seven years for these services.
1: And I've been saying to you and the others for the last seven years, sir, that we have no problem. Why didn't the right-hailing come that time and abided by the rules?
0: Mohan, thank you for coming on.
1: You're welcome, sir. Thank you. Okay, Bye. that's
0: Mohan Kang. He is the president of the B.C. Taxi Association.